From creation to the flood to the patriarchs to Egypt, join me, Pastor Hook, as we go through Genesis, the backstory to the beginning. And uh, today we're going to go into chapter 36. I'm going to finish chapter 36. Chapter 36 is kind of boring. I'm sorry. Um, well, I shouldn't say it's boring uh, because I, of course, can take any method, you know, portion of scripture and make it very interesting. But um, if you're reading this, you're just going through it and it's a bunch of names. Um, so, and I do want to just get through this because there's a lot of stuff here. So we're going to just, we're going to read the first part of this uh, and then um, we'll read the second part, um, have a little bit of commentary. But we are in chapter 36. Just briefly, how did we get here? Uh, Jacob brought his tribe um, uh, close to Esau. Uh, they had their reconciliation and um, Isaac dies. Jacob and Esau's father has died. Rebekah has died. Uh, that's um, uh, Joseph's father and Benjamin's father. And now uh, uh, we, are, we are now just kind of in an interim period. So, uh, well, let's just go ahead and start reading. So chapter 36, this is the account of the family line of Esau, that is Edom. So uh, just real quickly, uh, you'll hear throughout the rest of the Old Testament, the Edomites. Uh, they, they're very, uh, they're everywhere. Uh, sometimes Edomites are friendly, sometimes the Edomites are not friendly, but uh, there's a place in Deuteronomy where God says, uh, Edomites are your brothers, so treat them kindly. And it is true, they are. You can't have... The lineage of Jesus can only go through one line, and it's going to go through Jacob, which means that Esau doesn't get the lineage of Jesus. Um, so the, the promised land, of course, goes to all the 12 tribes of Jacob, um, not Esau. But there is still Edom out there, and Esau is out there. And so every once in a while, you'll see in the Old Testament where the Israel, and remember, Jacob had his name changed to Israel. So the Israelites are all from Jacob. But Jacob's twin brother is Esau. But they're not, the blessing and the lineage doesn't go through Esau. It goes through Jacob. And so every once in a while, when you come across uh, Edom, it is, uh, it is basically the, I mean, they are, they're follow, I mean, they're descendants of Abraham, Isaac, they're just not descendants of Jacob. And, but they are, um, you know, they're brothers and sisters in the body of the Abraham religion, right? I mean, they're, they're ba basically brothers in, in this whole thing. But um, so you have the first split would have been, uh, you have Abraham has uh, Isaac and, um, you know, his half-brother through Hagar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, <laughs> And all those people are uh, Ishmael. So Ishmael is still, you know, they're still related to Abraham, but they, they go off. So you have, you know, half going off that way. And then you have Jacob and Esau and half of, half of Jacob's goes off, you know. Um, Edom, apparently the land of Edom right now, today apparently, uh, is very barren and it's a wasteland and there's not a whole lot of people still living there. Apparently it's just desert sand that doesn't support a lot of life. And so 
the, the blessing of Isaac to his son Jacob, that you're going to have all these blessings and everything is true. And to Esau, you know, he, there was very little blessing to go to Esau. And apparently when Edom, you know, Edom is just not all that, uh, that land is not very fertile. All right, so, so that's the land of Edom. Esau took his wives from the women of Canaan. We remember that from previously. Uh, it was a... Uh, it was his mom and dad were very upset that he took uh, women from Can you know wives from Canaan, Ada, daughter of Elon the Hittite. We already heard about him, and Oholibama, daughter of Ana, the granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite, also Basemath, daughter of Ishmael and sister of Nebaioth. Nebaioth. Ada bore Eliphaz to Esau. Basemath bore Raul, and Obilama bore Je Jeush. Jalem and Korah. These were the sons of Esau who were born to him in Canaan. Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all his members of his household, as well as his livestock and all his other animals and all the goods he had acquired in Canaan. And he moved to a land some distance from his brother Jacob. Their possessions were far too great for them to remain together. The land where they were staying could not support them both because of their livestock. So this is fascinating. Um, Esau, Jacob and Esau, uh, dis we, they weren't living together. But at some point, uh, Esau realized that he couldn't live near Jacob. And so he packs up everything and he moves out to the land of Edom, basically, and, um, and puts some separation distance between he and his brother Jacob because they, the land couldn't support them both. And it's interesting that he moves and not Jacob moves. Uh, but Jacob has more sons. And Jacob is, of course, the promise came through Jacob. And so uh, maybe Esau has finally decided that, um, you know, instead of fighting Jacob or whatever, he's just going to move and try to find another land to live. All right. So Esau, that is Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. And this is the account of the family line of Esau, the father of the Edomites in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons. <clears throat> Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Ada and Ruel, the son of Esau's wife, Basemath, the sons of Eliphaz, Timon, Omar, Zepho, Gatim, and Kenez. Esau's sons, Eliphaz, also had a concubine named Timnah, who bore him Amalek. So you've heard of the Amalekites? There, there you go. These were the grandsons of Esau's wife, Ada, Ada the sons of Ruel, Ruel, Ruel. Nahath, Zerah, Zerah, <laughs> I guess I should probably stop and pronounce these. Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, Mizah. These were the grandsons of Esau's wife, Basemath. The sons of Esau's wife, Oholibama, daughter of Enah and granddaughter of Zibion, whom she bore to Esau, Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These were the chiefs among Esau's descendants, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau. Chiefs Teman, Omar, Zepho, Kenaz, Korah, Gatam, Amalek. These were the chiefs descended from Eliphaz in Edom. They are the grandsons of Ada. The sons of Esau's son Ruel, chiefs Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. And these were the chiefs descended from Ruel in Edom. They are the grandsons of Esau's wife, Basemath. So there you have it. Um, <laughs> They call them chiefs, which I find interesting. So each of these sons kind of become their own tribe. Uh, 
the land where they're going, if it's hill country, there's just not, you can't support a lot of livestock in the hill country. You need pasture, you need water. Uh, both those things aren't available in the hill country. So Esau, again, who I, we've seen before that Esau, it didn't end up with the brightest, uh, you know, he's not the brightest guy. So he takes his, all of his tribes and they go and live in very, very hard, difficult country. And um, Jacob stays in the green pasture land. Esau goes off into land they just can't support a lot. And so his sons have to separate and they have to go find um, their own places where they can live, where their, their cattle can support enough people. Uh, their, their land can support enough people and cattle. Uh, and it's going to be a hard life. If you do not live in an area where you can dig a well and get water, if you live in an area that's hill country, so when hill country, you're, you're up higher and the water table is lower, um, it's just difficult. You, trying to get water is difficult. Trying to have enough pasture land for your cattle is difficult. You really want to be down in the valley. You don't want to go in the hill country. The hill country is great for fortress, right? If you're, if you're being pursued by enemies, go up into the hill country because, you know, there's lots of rocks and crevices and you can hide and there's all sorts of things you can do. But if you want to try to create a life, you don't want to go into the hills. You want to, you want to stay down in the pasture land. All right, verse 18. The sons of Esau's wife, Oholibama, chief, chiefs Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These were the chiefs descended from Esau's wife, Obilama, daughter of Anah. These were the sons of Esau, that is Edom, and these were their chiefs. These were the sons of Sarah the Horite, who was living in the region. Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. These are the sons of Sear and Edom. They were, were Horite chiefs. The sons of Lotam, Hori and Homam, Timnah was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shobal, Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho, Onam. The sons of Zibion, Ae and Anah, this is what Anah, who discovered the hot springs in the desert while he was grazing donkeys of his father Zibion. Interesting. The child of Anah, Dishan and Oholabama, daughter of Anah, the sons of Dishan, Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Karan, the sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zavan, Akan, Akan, the sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aran. These were the Horite chiefs, Lotan, Shobal, Zibbeon. Ana, Dishan, Ezer, Dishan. And these were the Horite chiefs according to their divisions in the land of Seir. So, and I'm not sure exactly why Moses, uh, you know, includes all this, except that I think he wants to point out that the Edomites are still, you know, their uncle basically is Jacob or Israel. They, they intermarried with the Canaanites. They're not purebred, I guess you could say. They intermarried, but they're still, you know, very much children of Abraham uh, and and probably worthy of respect. And like I said, it says in Deuteronomy that you should treat them as brothers. But, we, you know, when, when God calls you to, to be the promised tribe and the promised land and you're going to have descendants and, you know, there's going to be great kings coming from you, it, it makes you um, rather stuck up and haughty. Uh, and, and you may not care that the Edomites are your brothers, but Moses cares. Moses says, these are your brothers. And so uh, all the people living in that land, I mean, there's a lot of conflict going on in the Middle East, right? And they're all, you know, we're, this is our land. It was promised to us by God. And, um, you know, we're special and all that. And that is true. But when God 
called out Israel. It was to be a, he said, you're going to be blessed so that you can be a blessing to others. The blessing that God gives to uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is that Jesus comes from them and their tribe. But Jesus, again, came to this earth and even his church, that we are blessed, we are called out to be a blessing. It's not like we're supposed to pat ourselves on the back and say, look at how great we are and look at how blessed we are. Uh, we fall down on our knees and say, God, thank you for your blessings. How can I use these blessings to love the world around me? Uh, and that, that has always been the case. Whenever God blesses anybody with a special blessing, it, it comes with a caveat that says, I am blessing you because I want you to be a blessing to the world around you. And if we could just simply do that without puffing out our chest and saying we're better than everybody else, um, it would it'd be amazing at how soon this world could be blessed by God's providence in every conceivable, imaginable way, um, as opposed to hoarding the blessings and saying these are for us alone. I guess that's the bottom line. Um, so the Edomites are cousins of Jacob. They're, they're part of the family of Abraham. And uh, Moses says where they're going. They go out into the land now, which is called Edom. And um, today it's a barren desert land, not much life happening there. Um, so, the, so the blessing of Isaac to his two sons actually came true. Jacob was extremely blessed and Esau wasn't, uh, you know, as far as, as, far as the, the land that followed. Um, interesting. Uh, now we'll, we'll go to 36, uh, chapter 31. We'll continue finishing this. These were the kings who reigned in Edom before any Israelite king reigned. These were the kings who reigned in Edom before any Israelite king. So not only does Moses give the land, you know, the lineage of Esau and all his and all his chiefs, but he even lists here the people that were living in Edom even before Israel came on or before uh, Edomites came on the scene. Esau's descendants came on the scene. And here's who they are. These are the kings. Bela, son of Beor, became king of Edom. His city was named Din-Haba. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah from Bozrah, succeeded him as king. When Jobab died, Husham, from the land of Temanites, succeeded him as king. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the county of Moab, succeeded him as king. His city was named Avith. When Hadad died, Samla from Mez. Masreka succeeded him as king. When Samla died, Shaul from Rehoboth on the river succeeded him as king. When Shaul died, Balhanan, son of Akbor, succeeded him as king. When Balhanan, son of Akbor, died, Hadad succeeded him as king. His city was named Pau, and his wife's name was Mehetabel, daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezahab. These were the chief descendants from Esau by name, according to the clans of the region. Timnah, Alva, Jetheth, Jetheth, Oholabama, Elah, Pinan, Kenaz, Teman, Mibzar, Magdiel, and Iram. And these are the chiefs of Edom, according to their settlements and the land they occupied. And this is the family line of Esau, the father of the Edomites. So not only does Moses give a listing of all the 
the chiefs that come out of Esau, but he also talks about the pre-existing kings that were in the land of Edom and the kings that existed at the time that they went there. So you have the kings who are kind of the, they're in charge of the whole region. And then you have these chiefs, I guess, under the kings. And as long as there, you know, there's no wars or battles or anything like that, the kings, you know, occupy their territory and the chiefs occupy, I guess, underneath the kings. And um, it is just fascinating that Moses gives lip service to these people um, because he doesn't have to, but he does. And, and I think it's, it's whenever we get in the Old Testament now and we hear the Amalekites or the Hivites or the, the Edomites or whatever, you know, all these people kind of come back to Esau and come to Ishmael. And so it's good to know, you know, kind of where these tribes come from. And I'm sure that there's archaeologists that have gone and tried to piece together how this whole thing works. Um, really, the only written words you have about this whole time, one of the few written words, I should say, uh, is, is Moses' Old Testament. So this is very valuable information about a time from 4,000 years ago, four to 5,000 years ago. Um, might be helpful just to take a look at a map here. Um, this is uh, outlined in the white box. Uh, that is roughly the land of Canaan, I guess you could say. Um, and you can see Kadesh, you can see Edom then right there. So the Edomites, Paran. Egypt is way off to the left. Goshen. Uh, Dan, of course, is one of the descendants of the tribes of, well, and I think I have another map here. Yeah, here we go. So Israel has 12 sons. And so they become 12 tribes. And you can see the, the south, southernmost tribe that extends into uh, the Sinai Peninsula is Simeon. Uh, and then you have the Dead Sea. And then on either side of the Dead Sea, of Judah and Reuben, uh, Benjamin, Dan, Dan, Ephraim, Gad, Manasseh, uh, and then Issachar going up north, Zebulun, and then Naphtali, Asher, Manasseh. So all of that is uh, all that whole area then is now going to be, well, not yet now, but those are named after the sons of Jacob and they become Israel. And uh, this is the land that they have to conquer to get to. We haven't gotten to that story yet, but this is how they're, they're divided. But right now, they're, they're not all throughout this area. They're down in the land uh, in the Kadesh and the Beriba and the Gehar and Shur and all that area, the Paran, we've talked about them. Bethel, we've seen how he's been to Bethel a couple times. Um, so you can kind of see the land of Canaan, you know, at the time. Edom's farther south, uh, Canaan is farther north. Um, and there, there you have it. So that's how we leave this whole area or this whole story because next time we meet, uh, we are going to talk about, again, one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament. Definitely one of my favorite stories in Genesis. Um, so we'll, we'll pick up where we left off. But that basically takes us to the story of Joseph. Um, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob has 12 sons, one daughter. Uh, two of the sons are from his you know, favorite wife. Uh, who died in childbirth, and one is Benjamin, and the other is Joseph. And Joseph is older than Benjamin, probably by 13 years or so. 
Um, and Joseph is one of the younger sons of this whole tribe, and he's not loved by his brothers. He's he's probably more like Jacob, stays closer to the tents while all of his older brothers go and work the fields and the cattle and all that sort of thing. So you think nothing great's going to come from Joseph, except Joseph's a pretty smart guy too, and uh, great things do come from Joseph. All right, so I think we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Um, we will get again together tomorrow uh, and uh, at 7 o'clock. And um, so until then, let's just close in prayer. Dear God, thanks for beautiful weather today. Thanks for the cold. Uh, be with us as we travel today in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.